You already switched the lower third, right? Okay. You're going to 910. Okay. Yes, sir. Run the promo. Stand by, soldier. Stand by. Good morning. Welcome to Let the Madness Begin. I'm your host, Marshawn Taylor. William Coleman will be here. Give him, give him some time. You know, you got to shake some of the dust off of him because you know you get dusty when you go around and travel. So we're gonna hop into this show. And I was thinking about this show, and this this show was like, man. What you going to do? And so I thought about black people and their love affair with negativity. Why would I do a show about that? Because I'm really, really, really noticing that as African-Americans, we have a love affair with negativity. Well, my shine, a lot of um, people have a love affair with negativity. You're probably absolutely right. And I would not doubt that. But on a grand scale... And on a big scheme and um, on the highest level, I think it is more prevalent in our society as far as the African-American community. Because if I just take a little snapshot of what has transpired with the Olympics, you could be like, well, that rule was over. That rule was bad. And I'm talking about marijuana. And let's really be real. We can look at the history of marijuana, and I'm, I appreciate Ocho, Emmanuel Ocho, and for breaking it down. And if you do your research, he is absolutely correct. That is one half of the marijuana story is the fact that it was presented as a dangerous drug and was linked to a lot of dangerous crimes that had nothing to do with it. The other half of it is is that the paper industry killed it also because it, it's a very cheap alternative to lumber it really is if you really think about marijuana is not just to be smoked you can do a lot with it i mean from making paper to clothes i mean literally hemp it it, it, is it's it's fascinating so let's put that out there but while we're in love with the negative side of things you know a lot of people like you should make it legal make it legal to smoke make it legal to smoke let me get legal to smoke how many people right now who are on the level that I'm on, which is under those rich people, by the way, I'm going to get to why this is important. How many of y'all are invested in marijuana companies right now? I am. How many of y'all are looking at opening up a marijuana farm? How many of y'all are looking up, open up a, di- a dispensary? But y'all want to smoke it. Come on, B. Y'all, come on. That's 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 dumb. But that that's that's the negative side. But I'm gonna tell you what what what's funny is the rich people who actually invested in that. Puffy's invested in it. Jay Z's invested in it. Of course, they're gonna be like, oh, they should change it because they got capital in it. They they gonna make money off of. It. So if they lift the ban off of it, and you go run and smoke their products, you're making them more money. But they're not telling you what to do, how to get involved, how to actually. Get not only to get the band lifted, but also work around and get get maybe five years removed from people's lives who got locked up within a five year period for marijuana. But we're not going to talk about that. But what we're going to talk about is the fact that when it came down to Shikari Richardson, we were so fascinated with a black girl who looked ghetto, 
it is what it is. She had the hair, she had the nails, she had the tattoo, so she gave a ghetto representation of us and how we fell in love with her and wanted to champion for her when we had a whole team of black women that y'all just overlooked. Y'all fascination with the negative side of us, the fascination with just the negativity, just the stereotypes is amazing because realistically, Y'all should have said, you know, that was unfortunate and I hope she get better. I hope she get the help she need. But we have other strong black women who are about to blow the roof off the Olympics in, in sprinting in the 100 meters, 200 meters in the relay. But y'all didn't. You know why? Because those black girls did not look like that black girl. Because that black girl, she looked black. Dynamic. She looked black. She just looked. I just feel, you know, her story, she just looked. Well, those other girls had the same story. They sacrificed. One of them, I think, graduated from Harvard. The other one, I think, um, they talked about how her rise, where she worked a job and how she worked herself into it. I'm not pretty sure, but the team was comprised of other black girls. And then I didn't even get to the most decorated, which is Felix, and how she worked herself back into shape after having a baby. But we're, we're so concentrated on the negative side that we, we, we want to champion for the negative side when we should be champion for the ones that represent us well. The ones who are actually trying their best to do what's right because it's easy to be negative. It's easy for me to go smoke weed right now. It really is. It's harder for me to not to do it. It's easy for me to go out here and have children by multiple women. It's harder not to do it. It's easier for me to join a game. It's harder not to do it. And I know a lot of y'all are like, that's not true. It is true because that's the easy way out. But in the African-American community, we have adopted the philosophy of the easy way is the only way. So we have accepted the fact that if I have two children, male, female, whatever, and they both go to school, and one of them, they're both smart, they're both intelligent, but one actually shows his intelligence, one shows his smartness, the other one just wants to hang out and they just want to play around and things like that. The one that's actually trying to be something in life, we always seem to kind of pick on. Nerd, trying to be white, think you better than us. We come from the same neighborhood. We go, we walk the same way to school. We walk past the same drug dealers, the same crackheads. We our parents are in the same situation, fathers left, mothers are working. We we got the similar stuff, but I want better, and because I want better, now I'm the enemy. You know how I know? Because as soon as that other one gets locked up, we're 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 throwing, oh man, we we gotta get him out of jail. Which ain't nothing wrong with that. Um we, we we got to get, get, as soon as he come out of jail, we're going to throw him a big party while you forget about the one who actually graduated. And you're like, oh, he graduated, that's good. You don't even give him the same respect or more respect because he actually achieved a goal. You don't even sit up there and say, let's really build him up. And that's what we don't do. We build up the negative parts. That's why you see people who put the, the, the child Picture on the shirts of the game bang, the game banger that died. He didn't die when he was 10. He died when he was 16 shooting people. He had dreads. And that's not a knock, but most of us have dreads now. 
you put on a picture of him and, and his cap and gown when he graduated from elementary school. That's not him. But your effects, you 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 just so fascinated with with keeping this 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 wholesomeness and this negativity that you want to build this negativity up, and not realizing that that negativity is what's destroying us. Holding on to that negativity, holding on to those stereotypes is actually what's diminishing our our reputation, our life in in America right now, and it has put it's pinning us against each other. And you've seen it over the years, but it is so prevalent now because we have so many different fractions within our communities that it doesn't even make sense. You have men fighting women. You have children fighting men. You have children fighting women. You have this disconnect with generations. And it's all because we're holding on to this negative stereotype. Well, that's all they gave us. I understand slavery plays a big part in it. I'm not one of those conservative black people who sit up there and say, well, we should get over it. No, I don't think we should get over it. I think we should have a plan of action how to move past it. There's a difference because you never tell anybody who's of Hebrew Jewish to get over the Holocaust. Never tell them that. So why are you telling us that we have to get over it? And I think that's wrong, especially when you look like me, you understand what's going on in our communities. Yes, this is the remnants of slavery, of what has been transpired in our lives throughout the time we've been in America. But we do have to find a way to overcome it. And one of the ways to overcome it is to actually take accountability. And when I say take accountability, we are self-destructive on purpose do you realize that we demean ourselves on a daily basis if you really listen to the music and i know i always say music but it, our music is so divisive it is separative if i listen to an artist that's male he's degrading the women i listen to a, a female She's degrading the men. And we're listening to that on a continuous basis. Not to mention our children are listening to that on a continuous basis. So if both sides are degrading the other, how can you have a functional relationship? Now you have YouTubers, men and women who are degrading the other side. And letting the oh, black women ain't this. Oh, black women ain't that. And it's like, okay. I understand that you have met some women that probably have done things to you, but I'm pretty sure those same women have probably met some men that have done those exact same things. So it's, it's, it's the same, but that doesn't mean that that's all women, but that's what we're doing now. So we're embracing the negativity to actually create our reality, which is if this is how you're going to be, I'm going to treat everybody like that. And so now we're going around destroying other people. People don't even care now that they're killing. We there's an increase of violence in our communities. You realize that? And the sad part about it is people don't even care who they kill now or who they shoot at. <laughs> you know, I hate to say it this way, but there used to be some respect where at least you wouldn't shoot at the women or the babies. You just shoot up the car. You don't care who in the car. 
You don't care who get hit. I, I, it got to the point now when you, if you really think about it, there's a death almost every day depending on where you live. Shootings almost all the time. And over what? And I know you're saying, well, that's because they concentrate in our neighborhoods and stuff like that. You ever heard of if you ain't doing nothing, they can't give you nothing? If you are not presenting something, they can't see it. In other words, you could say they're concentrating in our neighborhoods all day long, but you're giving them the reason to concentrate in our neighborhoods. If you're not shooting anybody, why are they concentrating in our neighborhoods? Do you realize that if you're not doing anything, chances are they're not going to concentrate in it? That's not true. You're right. That is not true. But that does help. It helps to know that now you're not killing each other. It helps to know that you're, we're not trying to hide and use this no snitch. Which, by the way, that's the biggest lie ever. Everybody snitches in the hood. And I'm going to tell you, people snitch more when they're doing pillow talking than anything on God's green earth. People snitch in the NBA. See players all the time. He found me. That's snitching. So all you hardcore people are snitching. When they make these rap albums, they're talking about who's killing Bobby, Bobby Smurf, that's my killer. That's a killer. He's a killer. He's a killer. That's snitching. So, that snitching rule being thrown out. Y'all been rapping about snitching. <laughs> and snitching on each other all day long. So, I, I think that's funny to me. Everybody snitching. If you don't believe me, just cut on your favorite rap albums. They're snitching on each other all day long. And now that you add in the fact that they like Twitter fingers, oh my gosh. That, that's teacher's own. But... We have fallen into this romanticism of the negative side of our society and in the black community. And right now we are so consumed with it that it has actually become the norm. We are we we're looking at shows who depict us in a bad way and they're great rated shows. The music. Oh, my God. It got to the point now that people who don't look like us. Started embracing our music and and. This is one thing I tell you. When you sell something to someone, you can't get mad at how they use it. If you sell something to someone, you can't get mad at how they use it. So when we sold the N-word, you can't get mad that they're using the N-word. When we sold the hood, because remember, we sold the hood. We were sitting up there like, oh, this is the hood. This is the hood. Now you got people who ain't who have never even been in the hood talking about how the hood is think about that for a moment that's crazy to me but that's because we 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 went from describing a problem we went from actually saying you know what we want to bring it into the violence we wanted to bring it into the gang activity we want to bring it into the destructiveness of the family how the family was being torn out to actually embracing it and saying you know what I don't care about being with a woman. I don't want to be with women. So now you got men who don't want to marry women to each his own. You got men who don't want nothing good but to run through the women. But then you come back and you say, you got a high body count. But well, if you're sleeping with them, you add into that. That didn't make sense to me. So that's like saying, I don't, that road being driven on too much, but you're driving on it. So at some point you have to say, am I the part of the problem or am I part of the solution? We are the problem. And we have really, really just taken in this 
negative stigma to the point that it has become our identity. When you, when other cultures look at us, and this has been proven, you know what they they say? Oh, y'all kill each other all the time. Well, no, we don't. Y'all not intelligent. And I always say this. They never say being black is being intelligent. They never say that. They never say, oh, Elon Musk, he's acting black because he's opening up another business. Jeff Bezos, oh man, Jeff Bezos, he's rocking that blackness because you know what I'm saying? He just went into space. They never say that. But what they do say is, oh, you acting black because you got your pants sagging. You acting black because your hat's turned. Oh, you acting black because you're smoking. You acting black because you're drinking. You acting black because you're embracing all of these negative stereotypes. And other races have picked up on it and they make money off of us because they say, y'all going to embrace it, we're going to embrace it. The point of all this is, is that we have gotten away from what I consider was the foundation of, of us. And that was excellence, not black girl magic, not black excellence. I mean, excellence. There was a sense of excellence in our communities. There was a time and I always say. And I didn't grow up during this time, so. I know that my my view of this is is, is a little more slighted than most who grew up in it. But we were so self-sufficient under the Jim Crow law. And it's scary because we wanted better. We were producing more doctors, lawyers. More plumbers, <laughs> engineers, and I say plumbers because I don't know if y'all realize this. Plumbers can make up to $120 an hour. Like, they can really be banking. There are plumbers out here who are making six figures. Let's see, it's just on y'all. Like, trust me, they, there's money to be made. <laughs> but we were producing everything that a society needs to be self-sufficient. Think about that. We didn't want, we knew that there were people who joined the game. We knew people that were out there doing drugs and stuff like that. But we didn't make that part of the norm. We didn't make it part of our, the norm through our music. We didn't make it part of the norm through the visual. Uh, we, matter of fact, we used to get on Hollywood for making this the norm. We used to get on the record companies for making this the norm, saying that, why are you trying to, this is not all of us. There were families, there were communities who took care of each other, there were communities that took care of the communities, which is very important because if you understand anything about real estate, real estate is part you, part of your neighbors. Because you could have the cleanest house on the block, but if your neighbors didn't, then your value went down. So we we understood things. We understood businesses. We brought money back into the community. More importantly, we protected us. Now we run around here talking about we must protect Kwame Brown and we must protect Kevin Samuels at all costs. Men protecting men. That's crazy to me. This ain't Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. Y'all didn't even go hard for those people. So some of y'all as old and y'all didn't go hard for them. Y'all wasn't even trying to protect Barack Obama. <laughs> so the, the, the concept of us and how we just embrace this negativity is amazing to me. You have men 
online who are just dogging black women out. Like they go and find the ones who who fit this narrative and they'll dog them out. Why? When you have wonderful black women who are achieving great things, who want to be wives, who want to build families, but you will overlook those on purpose just to just to keep this narrative of all black women. And we do this in front of white people. We knock ourselves down in front of white people. And you wonder why they don't respect you. Why would they respect you? Think about it like this. At some point, they, you're going to look at us like they look at their dogs. We have to feed them, walk them, let them poop, and clean up behind them. Because that's how we're starting to act now. We're, we're starting to get away from what we have achieved. You, you forget. We like to say we're all kings and queens, but more importantly, we are more than just that. We were people who actually did something in this country. We were upstanding citizens during a time where they didn't want us to be. Think about it like this. We have more freedom now, even though I think that we still got a ways to go. We have more freedom now, but we're, we're acting like we're worse. We're allowing them to dictate how they view us. We're allowing them to dictate how we talk. We're allowing them to dictate everything. They, they run the companies that are giving us these images. But you know what's the crazy part is? Is that a lot of these people have hired these black directors to produce this stuff. So black people have a hand in their own demise. That's where I love to talk because truth is we have more we have more of a hands on approach in our demise than anything. Could you imagine if if we had more people in the music industry say, I'm not going to rap out these things anymore? That would change. Could you imagine that if people who was on these shows like Love and Hip Hop said, we're not going to argue no more. We're not going to throw drinks at each other. We're going to show that we are upstanding people who can make money and be together and we could all support each other. Could you imagine? Those shows would be off the air. Because why would I keep that on the air if it's not giving me what I want? Which is to destroy the image of black people. Could you imagine if we took back our image? How much it would just change the way children who are growing up in these areas would be like, you know what? I may not be in the best situation, but I am looking at quality people who I can strive to be like. Instead of looking at people who they could strive to be like, but you're not going to make what they're making. We can change that. That's on us. If we stop embracing this negativity that has haunted us for years. We have allowed this negativity to seep into our society to the point that it has rotten the ground under us. We're probably too Three years away from, as they say, salt in the earth where you can't grow nothing anymore. And I don't want us to get to that point where we can't grow nothing good anymore because we have just embraced so much of the negativity. So hopefully we can grow and mature out of this. I'd like to say thank you to the Two Exposure family, Darren Ray. Thank you to all the other shows. Shout out to my sponsors, Mika Honey, the life designer, and of course, it's still summertime, so get your car clean. 
with um, Gigantic Clean and Mobile Detail. Please, please. And check us out on all other forms of social media. William Coleman should be back in the studio and we'll keep pushing forward. I like to say peace, love, and Jerry Curl. We're out. You ever heard of-